your hosts, Matt Barrett and Neil Rickman. Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Ape for Comics podcast, episode number 20. After a brief hiatus, we are back, and I am still Matt Barrett, and with me is still... Neil Rickmond. Neil Rickmond. <laughs> I the have name, my own mustard. The name, name changes every time. <laughs> I can my own mustard, be afraid. <laughs> and we're here to do what we do every week, and that is talk about comic books. And all shucks. All shucks. A lot has gone on here uh, recently. We had the whole New York Comic Con thing. So we're going to run this show just a little bit differently than we normally do. And so news is kind of going to be bunched together right along with special feature, which is basically all the news and happenings of the New York Comic Con and everything. Are you excited? I am. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded not excited. I am very excited. I'm just, my mind is kind of whirling with all the the news stuffs that's happened. Yeah. Um, I thought there would be a point where comic books kind of slowed down because it had been so rampant. I thought to myself that everything's been so rampant and it's probably going to have a lull. Nope, not the case. No. It's, it's, I mean, I feel like it's the big snow boulder that Val Kilmer <laughs> as Mad Mardigan is rolling down the hill in. And I just don't know what little wooden house it's going to hit, but <laughs> I hope not. I hope we just keep rolling and things in comicdom just stay awesome. So, so we're not, we're not going to touch on everything, but let's go ahead and, and sort of go down this list here. I found a nice little, you know, there's so much that went on. It was hard to find like a one spot where I could just kind of browse over the big things that happened. Uh, Wired.com has a nice uh, top 10, you know, biggest things that happened at New York Comic Con, which kind of breaks it down nicely. First off, we've got uh, Serenity and Aliens getting comic book relaunches. Does that uh-huh. affect you in any way? Yeah, I, I, mean, I really am tempted to jump into the Serenity books, and I may. I'm not saying I won't. Right. Uh, I'm having to watch my list, which I'm not doing a very good job of at all. <laughs> Um, my list is quite like Hydra. I cut, (laughs) I cut a book to pop up and it's, that's not even a joke. That's true. So, um, it's a ongoing struggle. Not that it's a bad thing because it's all beautiful work, but, uh, I might, uh, I might need an intervention, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this uh, is, this is dark horse, uh, we're talking about here. So, uh, for those of you who are friends of Firefly, obviously, you know, Serenity, um, they're going to be relaunching that back in the Dark Horse universe. And then we've got Aliens, Predator, Alien versus Predator, spinning out of uh, 2012's Prometheus. And then, of course, your Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 10, Angel and Faith. Uh, I'm not reading a lot of these. Aliens uh, always sort of intrigues me, but I, I have yet to pick that up really in comic book form. I, uh, I'm interested in, in all of it. To a degree, but I will probably let those sit. I'm going to have to let something lie because um, The Witcher, which I'm a great fan of, mm-hmm. uh, is getting its own book. I've already added that to my list. That, that news came out of New York. Okay. X Factor, 
is back. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I'm so I could not believe it. I mean, I knew he was going to do something else, but I had no idea it would still be X Factor in a fashion. Yeah, it's interesting that they would um, basically end that book, but then restart it again with the same author or writer. Yeah, and I I mean, it is, well, he, you can call him an author. That man has published in so much stuff. Yeah, true. Um, And I'm just excited. I was worried that when he had that stroke um, a little while ago, I was worried that maybe he was trying to ease out of comics. Mm -hmm. And uh, now I'm, I'm super excited that that's not the case. Yeah, and that's going to be a great jumping on point for somebody like me who's who's always been interested in it. Um, I definitely want to go back and read the amazing uh, older stuff, but uh, they're definitely making it hard for me to resist something like that. You know, something I've been wanting to read and hey, it's a number one. Let's start all over. Maybe that maybe that's why I did it. He's maybe. I will say that once he gets rolling, um, it's it's hard to jump on the train at a point. Mm-hmm. Um. Because he does, he will, he's a slow burn on a lot of his storylines. So if you come in in the middle, it's like, what the what? Right. Well, and other Marvel titles coming out include Avengers World, not interested. Avengers Undercover, again, not interested for me. Loki, Agent of Asgard, that's kind of interesting. Is it going to be Kid Loki on that? I don't know. I don't have any details on that. Because if that's the case, then I might be interested in that, to be honest. Because Kid Loki is a real good write, uh, read. Who's the writer on it? Uh, it is not listed here. Oh, wow. I'm sure it's available just in the little... I, I can find it out. But uh, are you interested in... I know you're interested in the, the new Punisher. Finally, we get a, a Punisher relaunch. Very, very... Uh... Interested, very, very happy. Uh, Punisher's back in a, a Marvel Knights imprint. Yes. Um, which is exciting because it's not going to be the outright brutality of the last uh, Max run with Ennis, which right. I did enjoy. I'm not saying I didn't love it, but it, I, I kind of like them having to pull some punches here and there with that character. And that allows them to maybe uh, for him to mix it up with more of the Marvel U. Right. You can't throw some characters into a Max title that you could throw into a Knights title. And we've got Nathan Edmondson and Mitch Gerards on this. And uh, neither of those guys I'm particularly familiar with. Are you? On uh, which book now? This is uh, the, the Punisher that's coming out. I thought uh, Tex, uh, what's his name, from Space Punisher, and then another guy were writing that. Is that not true? I don't know. I've, I've got the, the all-new Marvel Now Punisher... Uh, news saying Nathan Edmondson and Mitch Gerards. Oh, weird. Uh, I'm wonder. I'm wondering if he's getting two titles at once. Then that could be. Huh. now I need to watch that because. Uh, let me see. There it goes again. I try I'll... to add a title. There's two. <laughs> let me let me backpedal there and look up a Marvel Knights while you. Are you familiar with either of those guys though? No, I'm not. I I was more familiar with the team that I thought was doing the Knights. And if that's not the case, then I'm on something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not seeing anything. That that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. What about um, Electra? Any, you know, I'm interested in that. Uh, I've been reading a lot of Electra lately. In fact, I just picked up the uh, Savage Wolverine that had her involved in it, and I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Zeb Wells is going to be. Bringing her back. Zeb Wills, huh? 
Yes. That probably is going to be decent. I've never been, as much as I got into Daredevil, I never was on Daredevil at the right time, I think, to really fall in love with Lectra. Right. Um, it, but what got you into it? You Was it the Bendis series you read? Was yeah, it, or... yeah, I read some of the Bendis, and I guess that's, I don't really know why I've always been sort of interested in her. I think it's more just sort of the look, and then, as I read Bendis stuff, I started to kind of enjoy um, the complication of her character, because um, I was never really big into Daredevil, so that's not certainly not where I would have gotten it from. So yeah, I'd, I'd have to say it was probably Bendis' stuff. Oh wow! But I, I just I like her character. I, I like, and I'm usually not a fan of like the ninja type stuff, but um, just you know the the coolness of it, the red and the black, the the tortured assassin, you know, she's, she's almost like a female uh, version of Wolverine. That's just, you can't help herself, you know? Yeah. I, she is, I'll, you know, as, as deadly and as awesome as they portray Black Widow in Avengers mm-hmm. and in the comics at times, uh, I've always thought that when it came down to females assassins, you could not touch Elektra. Like she, as far as like a non-powered person, I right. guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I just don't, I don't see many uh, women that can touch her coldness, her calculating self. And I could be wrong in that. Is she, do, I've read her as a cold assassin. Is that her? Or is there more to this character? Yeah, it, that that kind of seems to be it. I mean, there, she definitely has a, a a certain part of her past that sort of makes you feel for her, but um, certainly not as much as as you know Wolverine. Um, she's still pretty cold blooded. <laughs> a little bit more like the Punisher, I think, in in that aspect. Just you know, um, and 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 I'm not seeing anything in here about a about a Marvel Knights, but they do mention uh the new punisher series he's going to be relocating from new york to los angeles yeah and now that's yeah it's interesting i guess he's the last time i saw uh mr castle was in the awesome greg rucka send-off um where he basically was dodging avengers left and right and didn't you pick up the oh no after that there was the trial of the punisher which i didn't hear anything about uh, I didn't hear much about it. I heard it was uh, kind of decent. <laughs> that whole thing's so convoluted because it's like they're after him and then he's with the Thunderbolts, but no, he's on trial and I'm ready for them to start cleaning that up. Yeah, uh, well, it's tough because with the Punisher, they can never. it seems like they can never just give him one series. They've got to yeah. give him this and that and they've got to put him in a team. Yeah. Um, and I wish they would just let someone do their thing with him. Exactly. Um, just keep... Keep one. I don't know. Keep one series and let's roll. And here's something I didn't realize. Um, they, with the, the new Warriors revamp, um, it's going to be penned by the creative team that did Red Robin. I don't, I don't know if you ever read any of the Red Robin stuff from DC. I heard it was good. It was amazing. And it was writer Christopher Yost and artist Marcus Toe. Oh, Yost is awesome. I, I've, uh, I'm trying to think. I know... It was either in some of the uh, Young Mutant titles, like it might have been like New X-Men or some, not New X-Men with, Garth, uh, with Grant Morrison, but mm. um, it was like with the kids. Yeah. I swear he does like a bunch of the teen stuff, uh, but he does it well. 
Mm -hmm. that's what really left a mark on me. And then uh, last, I mean, there's more Marvel news, but let's let's mention. Um, yeah, the one. I'm, go ahead. You're totally right on those. Uh, I wonder who I read. Then I know I read the uh, the other two were supposed to be doing something. That's really weird. Hmm. So, but that's cool. I've never heard of these guys, but that's kind of exciting. Yeah. The uh, you said Nathan Edmondson and Mitch Gerards. I've been trying to find what what I was smoking. I guess when I. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I've never heard of these guys, and that's exciting to me. Mm -hmm. New yeah, talent. Nice, nice to have some new talent on it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't really know what I'm getting. I know I'm getting Punisher, and I like the art for the cover that they're uh, hyping a mm -hmm. lot. So, all right. You know what? You might have Texeria on. I think that's Ghost Rider. Oh, okay. I want to say. The... I want to say that new Ghost Rider has his got art him. in it. I got him mixed up. Yeah, that's, that's another one that's coming back. And that's going to be crazy with him doing the art on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Assuming I'm correct there. Um, so we've... Uh, yeah, Ghost Rider's coming back, but apparently it's going to be a different person as Ghost Rider, and he has uh, control over different vehicles. I, I hope not one of them wouldn't be like a scooter or something. They played with it. I don't know if you watched the <laughs> Ghost Rider 2. They did that. They that's where that did started. They? So they're oh, yeah. taking that from the movie verse, I guess. Unless now I haven't read every Ghost Rider comic. They might have done that in the comics, and I just don't know about it. First time I saw it was in the amazingly amazing <laughs> Ghost Rider two, um, which I love Nick Cage for overacting. I'm not going to say it was a good movie, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't I I don't like it. I don't like there being so many Ghost Riders. I don't like there being so many Spider Men. Uh, I, you know, a lot of people have the argument where you can't get new and creative stories and what they've done with Spider-Man has been really good writing and oh, yeah. that's great. But for me, I love the classic feel of the original, you yep. know, I could, I could settle with Danny Keach and, and there being a Johnny Blaze and Danny Keach. I was fine with that. That was okay to me. Um, I don't know. I just don't want to go much further. Yeah. Well, okay, we've still got uh, that. That's definitely one that's a wait and see for me. But one that is not a wait and see for me is this Silver Surfer, which I had anticipated uh, coming to the surface anyways. I just had a feeling this one was coming. And then you got All Red and Slot on this one, and that's one I'm easily going to check out. Dan Slot is awesome. I loved him when he was writing the thing. Mm -hmm. Uh I have to add this title as well. I think I, I this is terrible. I officially <laughs> with that. I think I would be on for all the Marvel cosmic stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely the cool thing is is once uh, Battle of the Atom uh, goes away, which it's been good. I don't want to make it sound like it's been bad, but once that stops, right? I'm I'm definitely going to ease off where I can on my Marvel uh, X Men stuff. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to end up. Um, just collecting the Jason Aaron stuff and Amazing X Men and the Wolverine of the X Men, right? Um, and ease out of all new and ease out of uncanny. Yeah. Um, that's just you know I'm and then when Infinity stops, I've been pulling the Avengers titles that are attached to it, but those will both stop. Yeah. I forgot it's set to stop already. Okay. And that's been fantastic. I want to tell you right now, <clears throat> Infinity has not let me down, and it's almost done. Right. The same with Battle of the Atom. That's good. Um, that, you know, I don't want to say they're perfect, but it's been probably the best 
major t- uh, like crossover events. Mm-hmm. Like those two running concurrently, uh, that they should aim to do that and keep stepping up from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then of course we've got last thing we'll mention about Marvel. I know there's more, but uh, Fantastic Four. Uh, looks like it's going to be rebooted again. Yeah, uh, and I yeah. and it it's hard for me to get my thing fixed, and that sounds so bad. Um, yeah, J- <laughs> James <laughs> but, Robinson and Leonard Kirk, and gosh, can't go wrong there. I um, I really it's tough because I never know what's going to happen in a Fantastic Four, and I love the thing. Yeah, and I was really hoping Matt Fraction's run with him would have been better. Me too. And the thing is, I've got a lot of Fantastic Four. Um, and I haven't even finished everything I've gotten yet, so I'm okay not to go on any more new adventures. I've I've got plenty of back catalog to keep me busy with that book. So unless they do something incredibly new and exciting with them, uh, I I don't need to go there on a monthly basis. Right. What about I, I really would like to start following, but the, it's it has to be a good story. I can't read FF and not have they've got to be. Whoever's writing that book has to really know how to to wield a team. Yeah. Some writers are good at wielding a team book and giving the light, passing the light around. Others, ah, I didn't think Fraction really kept me in it, but mm-hmm. I've liked him. Now, I loved him on FF, which is coming to a close. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, I still love that title. I don't know what the difference was, but uh, he did great there as opposed to the actual just straight title. Now, what about the DC news? Uh, not quite as much coming out there, from what I can tell. At least not as big as the Marvel stuff. Uh, we got Superboy, spoiler, uh, is going to be killed off. <laughs> right. For some reason. Actually, I read somewhere that they're going to be bringing back uh, Son of Superman from the ulti- from an alternate timeline. So Superboy will die, but there will be a younger Superman in the version of Superman's son. That sounds stupid. Yeah. And then there's talks about Lois Lane maybe getting her own book, which is also kind of weird. I don't know what they're... Sounds stupid, too. And then we got the weekly Batman (laughs) book. (laughs) Stupid. Yeah. (laughs) The funny Uh, thing is, I've... After we talk about this stuff, I've got a lot of good DC stuff to talk about. But in terms of out of the con, there there really wasn't a whole lot from them that that I can think of being particularly excited for. Right. Uh. <laughs> I on the news of okay, we can go a little positive. <laughs> I'm back to reading Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. Been good. I I love it. Good. I um I'm back to watching Arrow, which I guess is enhancing my experience because Arrow season two has been on fire hmm. for me at least. I I don't know. I think a couple of my other buddies I conferred with, yeah, they're doing a better job this season so far. Uh, granted, it's only two episodes in, but it came out swinging. Hmm. And um, I I like what Jeff Lemire does in the book right now, uh, and the art in it is pretty phenomenal. Uh, mm-hmm. I've got the artist here. It's uh, Aunt... is that a lady, Andrea Sorrentino? That has to be a lady. I believe so. Yeah. And uh, that's some colors by Marcelo 
Mielo, I didn't want to miss that because all of, it's really the art in it just sells it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it is a very. I hope this team sticks together. If, if they're going to keep doing it, this team needs to stay on it. Yeah. Give me a hundred issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that's asking a lot, but come on, I've you know, Bendis and Bagley did it for uh, Ultimate Spider-Man when it was good, and uh, you know some people. And I, I think it still is good, but I. I grew apart from it once that was done, just because that's what I was used to. Mm-hmm. Um, I love teams sticking together, especially solid teams. Like when Gail Simone worked, she had her artists that she kind of switched out of, but she had a pretty standard stable that worked on Secret Six. And mm-hmm. I mean, just having that solid teams you work with, it just ah, you know what you're getting. And it's going to keep getting better because they keep working together. They know what each other wants. It's yep. good. So, what about uh, Valiant? Uh, the news out coming out of there was the original uh, Quantum and Woody authors coming back to do a, sort of a mini series with those guys, Quantum and Woody, about twenty years in the future. Huh. I think that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Priest and. Oh, the other name is eluding me. <clears throat> I will find it. Did you read the old Quantum and Woody? I did not. I've only read the first issue of the relaunch, which I thought was very entertaining. Yeah. No, the new one's definitely good. I know a lot of people had a soft spot for the old one. Um, so, uh, very nicely, um, Valiant has sort of listened to the fans and um, have offered these guys sort of a spot... Uh, writing their beloved characters, which is kind of nice. That is nice. And I, and a lot of people in the industry are saying, okay, finally, you know, here's here's a company that by all rights did not have to do this, um, but felt sort of an obligation, you know, to to throw a bone back to the original creators, and um, it should be interesting. I'm uh, that's that is cool. I that that's moving in it in a time of. Where it feels like certain publishers don't care. Um, yeah. So uh, as much as and that, going back to that uh, DC side of things. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, creators on this, the original creators looks like Christopher Priest and MD Bright. Ah. Are these so you? But you did read the old stuff and you enjoyed it. Uh, I, I actually have not. Uh, out of all the Valiant old Valiant stuff I've read, that was one I did not pick up. But it has kind of a cult following then. Yeah, it does. All right. That's and apparently neat. this this new one is definitely doing it justice and, and we'll talk about that one later cuz that that one that has that's one that has blown me away. Uh, but we'll talk about that on the books we've been reading. What were you going to mention? I was just going to say it'll make me sad because um while I definitely want to see them um grow uh Oliver Queen. You know, you had said, you know, you missed <clears throat> the mustache, the 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 older Ollie Queen. Yes. And I I agree with that. I still I still don't disagree. However, me reading Conan by Brian Wood, mm-hmm. I kind of see what's happening in this. I mean, it's a younger Ali. We get to see kind of what gave him some of his vim and vigor. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. I do hope that they are going to grow him maybe a little quicker mm-hmm. uh, and maybe get him there. But you know what? If they can give him – if they can make you – Take you on a ride uh, that <laughs> that makes you appreciate the seasoning of that 
fantastic stash that he wields. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Even more than you normally would. Then f- I'm all for it. And they're doing it so well. His supporting characters, it- it's really good. The supporting cast, the villains are good. The villains in that book, out of any of the books I've been reading, are probably the best that DC's been putting out in their new 52 that I've read. And I haven't read everything. Mm-hmm. But for me, they've really treated those villains well. You really get the sense of, uh-oh, and this is crazy. Hmm. So I like that a lot about it. And, you know... So there's certain books that'll it'll you know if we what we were saying is true and they they go away from the new 52 back there's certain books that'll make me sad now yeah. not a lot but <laughs> I want Batgirl like it is now believe mm-hmm. it or not as much as everybody griped that Oracle was now walking that book has been daggone awesome it's back on the Gail Simone train there but it's just it is what it is yeah. and then um Jeff Lemire is doing a fantastic job on Arrow um, and really providing the heart for that character. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't argue with the fact that despite uh, the problems we've personally been having with DC, uh, their numbers are still really good. Um, there, still, there still are some really good books in there. Uh, I think most of us are just sore about missing the old DC universe and. Maybe we'll never get over that. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll uh, find a few books here and there that we can stick with and still support them with. I know I've got a few, so find I those st- books that you like and support those. I feel like they're uh, they're like a, a football team that could be so much greater than they are right. if they had the right coach. Right, right. Um. And I think the coaching staff will be replaced eventually. I don't know how long that will take, but something's got to give because I don't know. You're right. The numbers are up though. So I say this, I I don't know. It's it's such a weird environment because while there's a majority are unhappy, their numbers are still way up. Mm -hmm. And that's very odd. It's a little scary. Yeah. (laughs) um, When they, they, realize that they can move some mush like that. Yeah. But I don't but know. Pretty, and it's like, that was a pretty big stunt. And, and I don't know how many stunts you can do. Uh, this, the stunt I'm referring to is the forever evil stuff. You know, that was a stunt that has worked for them and has paid off. Um, I don't know how many times you can do that and, and keep up that pace maybe forever, but uh, maybe eventually it'll come to bite them. I, uh, I'm not happy overall with it. I was happy with some a few of the titles, um, but not enough to where if they did it again, I would definitely just wait for the books I'm on for right now to come back and not, you know, care. If uh, I would try to follow the writers that I'm following now, as long as it was just like the same amount of books I was getting per month, I wouldn't try to step up my numbers. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Well, we're getting to sort of the halfway mark of the show, so. Despite more stuff coming out of the con, let's let's move on and talk about because it's been a couple weeks. Uh, some books we've been reading and and we'll kind of just you know switch back and forth. Um, you talk about a book, I talk about a book. I've I've got three or four I want to mention that I've been enjoying that we might not have mentioned before. So. So I've got to mention Phantom X Max, and 
you know that I love the Phantom X character, and this is one that I've been really looking forward to. However, that being said, uh, this was this was a tough read for me. It it wasn't great. It wasn't wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. And it's only a four part series. Um, I really enjoyed the art in it. The art was by a Sean Crystal. I don't know if you're familiar with any of his stuff. Not, I've not experienced that yet. Okay. Um, written by Andrew Hope, and apparently he's done a lot of Deadpool stuff. And uh, he's been really positive in the interviews, saying that he thinks this book's really going to make him. Um, obviously, this is a different sort of Phantom X. Uh, he, he exists sort of, because it's a Max book, uh, things are a little more extreme. I, I think there's some unnecessary language in here that's kind of like, hey, uh, we're a Max book, so we have to curse unnecessarily, you know? Right. Um, <laughs> it's it's obviously going to be an odd story with Phantom X anyways. It's more of a Phantom X as a super spy, sort of with the Bond girls and, and all kinds of things. Like I said, not a bad read. If you are a Phantom X uh, aficionado, you will enjoy this simply because it's a whole book about Phantom X, but um, really sort of mediocre for me starting out. I'm, I'm anxious to see where it goes, and I hope that it ends well because I really want to see more Phantom X, but um, that's not starting off on a really positive note, but I had to mention that book because I know I've been blabbing about Phantom X for so long. Well, it 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 didn't get high marks from what I was seeing from it, and it made me a little sad because I knew how much you were looking forward to it. Yeah. But I was like thinking, well, that doesn't necessarily mean he won't like it. So uh, I guess I guess it's not exactly as bad as maybe I heard. Uh, but it helps to be a fan. Is yeah. What you're, bottom I'm, line. I'm very forgiving. <laughs> yeah. With a book like this, so. Right. I got you. What you got? What you got to talk about? Oh, I guess if I if I really wanted to blast into something right now, I have. Really, I uh, just went off, you know, Fred Van Lint, Linte, of Archer and Armstrong, awesome. which has also been awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been reading that and loving it. I've been catching up with it. I've got it on my pull list now uh, at the shop, and that doesn't, I don't think that'll change as long as they keep the team that's on it, because I like the art so much, and I forgot to write the artist's name down, and that's a crime, because it is fantastic, and we keep doing that with that artist, <laughs> I think, but... Uh, a lot of clean lines uh, in that art. And just the action, the way it's drawn out, the the banter. Uh, I mean, I feel like this is a perfect storm. And that's a that's a book that I would I would pay five dollars a month for. Mm-hmm. If if it if they would keep that team and that quality, I would pay five dollars a month for that book. Hmm. You hear that valiant? Yeah, okay, I shouldn't $5. yell that. But <laughs> I, I love that. I mean, it's a book that honestly I can read at lunch, and it makes my day. I can that that will center, like I'll think about that moment as I'm drudging through my work. You know, of oh my gosh, there's this amazing entertainment being put out yeah. that I can escape to after all this craziness I have to do during the day. It it's it, it is really really good, and I'm like you. Uh, I'm not quite I'm not quite caught up on it, but I'm gonna go back and get the first two trades. And then, and this is uh, Perez as the artist. Thank you. Oh my gosh, so good. Yeah, amazing art. This and is we're gonna want to go. I, I want to be right there with you reading on it. Now, what issue are we up to here on that? Thirteen. 
Yes, it's okay, in so uh, it's 12 or 13, for, I believe. Yeah, perfect place for me to jump on. So I should jump on now if I'm going to be picking it up monthly and then go back and get the two trades, which are very uh, reasonably priced, I believe. I know the first one is nine ninety nine. Yes, that that's Valiant doing awesome things there. Yes. Uh, with Exo Mana War, that was the same thing, nine ninety nine on the intro. Yep. Um, and then we're going to meet Mr. Lente down yes. in North Carolina. Yes. I'm looking forward to that very mm. much because he's also going to be writing the upcoming Conan book oh, that no. starts t- tomorrow. Yep. We October to the 23rd. That. So that's with issue, what, 21 or 22? Uh, I don't even, because they restart them. They kind of. Oh, uh, they're restarting it. Okay. Well, no, they, they, they kind of have like arcs. Oh. Uh, well, I don't know. That's not true. Now, it's weird because I don't think Wood's done yet, and I thought he was going to finish first, but apparently his series will be going kind of the same at the same time. And then unless, wrap it up. Unless he's coming in to finish up, because I thought Wood was going to finish up the Belit run. Okay. Um, but because it's not done with her yet at the end of my issue, which I just read 21. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, the Song of Belit's coming out, uh, the final arc in Brian Wood's epic adaption. So they're still going to have this going on, apparently, for a little bit during um, Lente's book. But. I tell you what, I'm. I think this guy's gonna gonna wow us. I've I've got according to comicbookresources.com, him taking over at twenty six. Aha! So Wood will wrap up uh, his with twenty five. There may be a mini series is coming out. Yeah, because maybe this is like a little mini he's doing tomorrow. Okay. Which is fine with me. I'll take all I can get. Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's my rant on that. What you got? What else we got here? Well, let's let's go back to Valiant and Quantum and Woody. Oh my gosh, why did I not pick this up at first? Uh, I knew that it was good. I had the shop track down the first four issues for me, and um, I read the first issue and just like like you with Archer and Armstrong, it just made my day. I had so much fun reading this. Um, it was that perfect mixture uh, of good art, comedy, uh, interesting characters, a little bit of emotion. Uh, right away, from the first issue, you like both of these guys, and you want to see what's going to happen to them. And you really get a good insight into their history. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar with Quantum and Woody, you basically have um, an African-American guy and a, and a Caucasian, and the... the um, Quantum is is the African American, and he, him and his dad, um, sort of took in Woody uh, when he was younger. Uh, so he's sort of the adopted son, the troublemaker. Uh, Quantum is the good guy, you know, went into the army and made something of his life. Woody is the is the screw off who who does nothing but take take take. And um, they just get put into a situation where they have to work together. I'll just say that, and um, they they accidentally come upon these superpowers and it's just a super fun book all around and uh the goat has just come into play uh with an issue four but we haven't seen uh much more out of the goat <laughs> but there is <laughs> you gotta goat. you gotta let me know how that pans out because i <laughs> i i think that's one of those books that i enjoy but i thought it'd be a good one for uh us to swap maybe occasionally yeah yeah definitely. so uh, uh, that's a good deal yep 
Back to you. <laughs> and I love goats. Yes, goats are <laughs> hilarious. Um, what so, else you what you got? What you got? Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about a comic that, as far as I can tell, is exclusively on uh, digital and comicsology. Mm-hmm. It's called War of the Woods by Matthew Petz. Hmm. It is amazing. For anybody who loves uh, the Redwall novels uh, growing up or even now, or Mouse Guard, as we all know I love, or Stuff of Legend, mm. um, it is a fantastic series. Uh, if you love post-apocalyptic nests uh, as laid down by UFOs, <laughs> because <laughs> what happens is uh, basically we're being invaded, the Earth is being invaded by aliens, and we're watching this play out through sentient uh, animal eyes. There are humans in this world, but they're all being annihilated, and it seems like it's up to the animals to do something about these aliens that are invading. Hmm. The the art, I really love the art style. The dialogue has been really good and fresh. And at 99 cent an issue, you can't really go wrong. Well, okay, so this is Matthew Petz. Um... I, I like this this title here. I'm I'm at WarOfTheWoodsComic.com. The only animal who can save the Earth is an otter with a turtle helmet. Yes, <laughs> and that that of Pretty course cool. sold me. And I there are there are really cool characters in this book. Yeah, the turtle himself is a really cool little character. Um, so oh, I it, didn't realize the turtle was alive on his head. That's awesome. Yes, yes, there. <laughs> Yeah, so nice. there's there's turtles, there's uh there's fishers, which it's not a fishing cat, it's more like a martin or you know like a a pretty large weasel. Mm-hmm. And and they act kind of like the wolverines of the book uh yeah. as far as their attitude. Uh-huh. Oh, it's just crazy. Like they they are really hardcore. <laughs> wow, this looks really good. Is this uh what's the age of this book? Like age uh You know, I I would say I haven't I've read the first trade, the mm-hmm. first collection, and I haven't really had to deal with any death, but I think we're going to have to deal with some okay. in the second collection. <laughs> However, that being said, the language is fine. Um, the violence, um, I, there's not been any blood outright going everywhere. So, I mean, I would maybe say 8 to 12 starting. I, okay. You know, it's a true all ages in my book, but I right. wouldn't go too young with it. Okay. Yeah, um, this looks really good. Interesting. Huh. I might have to check it out. It's 99 cents an issue. I was like, what? I was I was really <clears throat> wishing it would be in print because I want to meet this guy and have him sign it. I like it that much. So. Yeah. How many pages is it per issue? I don't remember page lengthwise. I remember I was flying through it pretty good. Because this has been going on for a while. It looks like uh, since maybe 2011. Oh, wow. So it's yeah. he does or everything himself. So yeah. I tell you what, it's probably going to end up being like uh, when I read stuff from the great David Peterson. You don't get it very often, but once you do, it's well worth the wait. Yeah. Huh. And the That's aliens cool. in it are – I love the design. The aliens are crazy. They're really nasty critters, uh, and it's just really good. And, oh, yeah, the Jersey Devil makes an appearance. Enough said. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, I'm going to go back to Valiant again because I read Eternal Warriors, number Eternal Warriors, Eternal Warrior, singular, one and two by Mr. Greg Pack, art by Trevor Hairsign, and absolutely loved it. So uh, I took another chance on Valiant and was 
very pleasantly surprised. Uh, I understand with issue five, they're going to be doing all kinds of crazy stuff with Eternal Warrior. He's going to be going into like the year 4100 or something. What? And it's supposed to be like a, a pivotal point in the Valiant universe. So I'm kind of oh, excited. Oh, that's about phenomenal. That. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I love Greg Pak and um, I love these types of books. Um, it's very much Conan like in the first issue. Um, but, you know, you're dealing with a guy who who never ages. Um, so um, in issue two, we join him quite a bit further into the future. But um, he's he's basically just always this warrior and he's always charged with the task of, of getting involved in the wars of, of humans and the affairs of man. And uh, eventually he gets he gets sick of it and he just walks away and he actually does start to age um once he walks away from his destiny, he starts to realize that he is starting to lose his immortality. Um, but very quickly, he gets thrown back into the eternal warrior world, so to speak. So if you're interested in a book like that, definitely check that out. Uh, it's starting right out the ground floor. I think just issue three is the next one coming out. So loving it. <laughs> I, uh, I'm definitely wanting to get on board with that because uh, it runs beside, uh, and I'm not going to ruin anything for folks, I'll let them read into everything, but it's a good buddy uh, book to have with Archer and Armstrong, I'll just yeah. say that. Yeah, because you're dealing with uh, a brother, basically, of, of old, uh, which one, Ar Armstrong. Oh yeah, uh, and, and I, those guys, you get to deal with the Eternal Warrior in Archer and Armstrong, and I love the dealings with him in there. Right. And that's all I'm going to say, but just good stuff. Yep. Valiant's doing a lot of good, and when we go to the the North Carolina Comic Con, a lot of those guys are going to be there, so that'll be exciting to uh, meet some of those guys. Yes. I am very, very excited for many reasons. I mean, we're going to meet... Uh, Gail Simone, David Peterson's going to be there. Of course, I love that. Charles Paul, Charles Paul Wilson III from Stuff of Legends, hmm. who's also That's done right. work in the Legends of the Guard, is going to be there. Um, <clears throat> Jeremy Bastian, who does uh, the uh, Cursed Pirate Girl, going to hmm. be there. Also did work in Legends of the Guard. So, yeah, all my news consists of David Peterson <laughs> or, or his friends. But, <laughs> but you know, I, there's, there's lots of talent going to be done. There's a film festival going on. I'm excited for NC Comic Con. Well, we got we got room for one more book. Did anything else you want to throw out there before we wrap it up? Yes, I have been re I re I finally got to read Sebastian Hawks. Uh, the, there was a mini tell by Chris Christian Debari or Chris Debari as he likes to be called. Mike Spicer on colors and T Rex Jones. That's a name for the writer. <laughs> uh, really solid indie title that has the makings of an epic. Um, I I talk with him on Facebook from time to time. Super nice, approachable guy. And uh, I got this through Gia Salt Comics Online, mm -hmm. uh, but he's saying there's it's also going to be put out by my local shop, which I'm going to get an imprint as well if uh, if it comes through there. And uh, I've got it down on my list. I don't know if it'll arrive. It's one of those indies where sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. I think. Now, where can we find this Gia Salt? It's uh, GiaSaltComics.com, I think. I don't want to say .com, but if you Google you Gia Salt Comics, how do you spell Gia Salt? Esau, <laughs> maybe I'm not. <laughs> Put you on the spot here. Uh, let's see. With a G. If you just come close, 
If you just come close on Google, it's going to pop up, I think. Gestalt Comics? I must be spelling it wrong. Gestalt Comics, maybe? Gestalt, thank you. Okay, yes. G-E-S-T-A-L-T. And you're right, it is gestaltcomics.com, Australia's premier graphic novel publisher. And and um, the title for this one, again, is... It's uh, Sebastian Hawk's Monster Hunter. This The first little... It's just kind of like... A, Almost like just a, a little preview they're giving you of what this book's going to be, you know, the the epicness that you come your way. Gotcha. But he's a monster hunter, and this has to deal with him trying to hunt Nessie in the first little outing here. Cool. Um, he has a French pal that's really funny who says we a lot. <laughs> we. <laughs> we. <laughs> but the colors are awesome. I love Christian's art, and T-Rex Jones has a way of uh, dialogue. I, I will say that he, he is writing... When he writes it, it's, it's a bunch of Scots, uh-huh. and some of it's a, even a little hard to understand because he's writing it very authentic Scott. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh. But um, overall, I'm excited to see more. This man has a fantastic mustachio. So nice. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, plus. friends of the mustache. <laughs> so yeah, check that out. Give it a give it a shout. It's guys trying to get their book out there, hit the mainstream with it. And I think anything that's got a mustache, a gentleman hunting monsters, and a French, uh, kind of a French uh, Cato <laughs> that <laughs> travels along to help him out with stuff that save his butt, um, pretty cool. Cool. All right, then. Well, we are about out of time. I know we've got Shields coming up tonight. The fourth. Oh, yeah. Fourth uh, episode there. They're so... supposed to be. Do you want me to tell you what this kind of the synopsis? Yeah, because I missed three. So There's supposed ahead. to be like a well, you know, I don't think you're gonna come in too blind. Okay. There's supposed to be like this human torch s character tonight. I'm excited. Cool. We, yeah. So. <laughs> well, before we go, let's mention uh, stashmycomics.com. Uh, that's the place that helps us make this happen. Uh, go there for your comic book reviews. Keep track of your books. Meet all kinds of cool people and find our podcast there. Uh, also, support your local comic book shop. We support ours, bndcomics.com. Love the folks over there. Always good to us. Anything yeah, else to add? We'll always be home away from home for yes. reals. Yep, yep. All right, folks. Well, we hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Ape for Comics podcast. As always, you can find us on apeforcomics.com. That gets you right to our Facebook page. You can go on the stashmycomics.com website and communicate with us there under the little social tab for podcasts. Find us on iTunes if you look up apeforcomics.com. And you can email us, info at apeforcomics.com. Until then, until next time, rather, have a good evening or a good morning, whatever it is. And we'll see you next time. Good night. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.